Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to announce that we have partnered up with Tantimo, which is a platform for kids aged 5 to 11 to learn about black history and all the wonderful black figures that have done amazing things over time. What this means is you can now also access the podcast on their website, tuntimo.com, T-U-N-T-I-M-O.com. Your kids are going to love learning about black history through the puzzles and all the other entertaining features which are present on the platform. So definitely check it out. Hello and welcome to Stories Mother Told. Today's story is from the Luya people of Kenya. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let me take you back to Africa. Today's story is titled, Why People Have to Dig. Long, long before our great-great-grandmothers were born, people never used to dig. They would take hoes to the garden, leave them there, and then go back in the evening to find that a portion of the shamba had been dug. They would take the hoes back to their homes and return them the next morning. There was, in one of the villages of Bonyore, a man who married a young bride. Usually, after a girl was married, she was expected to work very hard in order to be approved as a good wife. So this woman whose name was Nyakoa woke up in the morning and started her daily duties. The work laid down for a young bride was quite a lot because she was expected to go to the river with a huge water pot which she had to lift on her head all by herself. Next, she had to grind a lot of millet within a very short time. This Nyakoa did with little difficulty for she was renowned for industry long before she married her husband. With most of the work done, she next had to take the hoe to the shamba. As she walked towards the shamba, she pondered to herself, if I went and I started digging, wouldn't I dig a bigger area than the hoes do? And wouldn't I earn a lot of admiration in my new village? Many questions like this flashed through her head, and she was full of excitement. By the time she reached the shamba, she had already made up her mind on what to do. So without hesitation, Inyakoa took one of the hoes and started digging very vigorously. She expected praise from everybody who saw her. Little did she know that her rash action would end in disaster. Indeed, she enjoyed the whole exercise from the beginning and was very proud of it. Although she thought her act a most heroic one, the ancestors were disappointed. They thought human beings were not being grateful because Inyakoa had failed to appreciate the kind offer from the god, Wede Inyasaye. And so the ancestors conspired with Were Inyasae to have him end his merciful act to the people. They had been infuriated to learn that a young bride should go against this old custom which had prevailed long before they lived. As time went on, Inyakoa started to tire of the heavy work she was doing. The sun was moving west, so she decided it was high time she retired to the village. In any case, she told herself, hadn't she done more than the hose did by themselves? She was sure she would be praised when people came to see the work she had done. However, in trying to please everyone, she pleased nobody. She explained what she had done, only to be met by reproach from everybody in her family and later on, the whole village. Her bewilderment was such that she wished the earth could open up and swallow her. And what the people had feared proved true the next day. 
The holes were taken to the shamba as usual, but they didn't dig. Those who had left them went in the evening to collect them, only to find them where they had left them. People were therefore forced to take up their hoes and dig for themselves. And so, however strenuous it was, they were not forced to do it themselves. In the evening, people rushed to the young bride's home in anger. They were so enraged that they demanded she be sent back to her home. And so, the girl was ordered to go back to her people before anything serious was done to her. She immediately ran away. However, this did not change the situation. People had to continue digging since the normal custom had been violated. They had to wake up early every morning and go out to dig in the hot sun. They would only stop for lunch and then continue digging until evening. So when people think of their suffering, their thoughts go back to the bride who dug, and they always blame her for her silly, ignorant acts. That is why, in Bonyori, if a suitor wishes to marry a girl, he will first go and spy on her to see how much she can dig. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As usual, please do not forget to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and any other platforms you listen on as this goes a very long way to help the podcast. Share the podcast with a friend and do not forget to hit that subscribe button so you do not miss an episode. If there are any stories you would like to listen to, send me an email at storiesmothertold at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can reach me on Instagram at storiesmothertold. Also, as mentioned at the start of the podcast, do not forget to check out tantimo.com for all your black history needs. Your children will love it. You will love it. Check it out. Until next week. See ya.